Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you would discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. The Journey to Healing Food Shopping Guide is your resource to making healthier food choices next time you go to the grocery store. Grab your copy today at HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Healing starts in the kitchen. Begin your journey to healing today. Go to HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Once again, that's HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Heal Deal Podcast. I got another great treat for you today. I have another client, friend, patient. She's everything. I have Rhonda Williams on the show today. And let me give you a brief introduction before we get started. She's an executive coach, trainer, and speaker. And her work is focused on helping clients navigate their limiting beliefs, behavioral scripts, and most importantly, mindset. So, you know, on this show, I love having these interviews and just sharing real stories about our healing journeys. And what we're going to get into is a lot of you out there that are listening, get stuck, have these plateaus, you want to give up. But today, Rhonda is here to share her story of resilience and how she pushed through those moments where she felt like she didn't know what else to do. So we're just going to jump in like we always do. It's going to be a conversation. It's just going to be real talk. She doesn't have any questions in advance. I don't know what she's going to say. We're going to speak <laughs> from the heart and really talk about the truth behind what it takes to heal because it's not all unicorns and rainbows. There's mm-hmm. real things that happen when we're healing. There's things that we learn about ourselves And doing this helps people realize when they feel stuck or alone that there are solutions, there are things that they can do, but they just don't know what they don't know. Your story can really help somebody. So I'm going to go ahead and let you get started with how you got to that point where you felt like, oh my goodness, I'm being tested. I need to push through. Briefly talk about what led you up to that point and we'll take it from there. Yeah, you know, so it's interesting that the work I do, I didn't know I was going to have to do that in the health journey, right? So it's something that I do all the time with other people, but when it came to me, I just didn't think about it. And I have to say that health is so touchy, right? It's a sensitive subject. It's all up in the heart. And so I went after it and I hit I hit a roadblock you know, several roadblocks. And at first, when I was a little younger, it was like, okay, I got this. I'm every woman. It's all in me. And as time went on, I began to wear out. And one of the things that I had to remind myself 
always getting clear about what you really want, which is really going back to your true motivation. Like, yeah, I want to look better. I want to lose weight, those things. But at the end of the day, I want to feel better. You just know when your body's out of sync. And as much as I wanted to give up, as tall as this roadblock was, it didn't go away. What I really wanted, my true motivation, my heart, it didn't go away. And so I may have sat down for a little while, maybe clocked out a little bit for a moment, but truly what I desired, it did not go away. And like most of us, we want to be healthier. We want to be there for our kids. We want to live our best lives. That's kind of our right as human beings. And that's something that is not going to go away. So that kept coming back. And when I would lose heart, lose hope, it kept coming back. And then I would end up going back to basics, like, okay, all right, let me get back in here, you know, and then I would start again. But even though I had those roadblocks, I heard someone say recently, I don't lose, I learn, right? So every step, every phase of it, I was learning something about me. I was learning something about my body. I was learning something about what really worked for me and what made me feel better. And so I was learning all along the way, even though I didn't know it because I wasn't hitting this ideal outcome. I was still learning myself. And can you share what you were trying to overcome for the listeners out there? What were the things that you were struggling with before you got to that point where you realized you had to overcome it? You mean physically? Yeah, physically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So physically, pretty typical. I was having weight gain. I've always been heavy my life, but it was just, it came to a point where even though I was heavy, it was harder and harder to get the weight off. Even though I was heavy most of my life, I still could lose weight with not a ton of problems. But I got to this point where it was just like hell uh, losing weight. It just was, it was every, it just took everything. It was like a fight. And then with that came inflammation. Like I've had, low-grade inflammation in my blood work for years. Mm -hmm. And I would say, well, what's this about? And the doctor sometimes would say, you know, it's not that bad. And I'll be like, but it's, it's looked like it's a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, but it's not, not terrible. So I, I've had low-grade inflammation, swelling off and on, definitely the bloating. And then at some point I started, you know, as age came, I started to enter into low energy, brain fog, things just began to escalate because it, it seemed that there was always this underlying thing kind of fighting me, to be honest. My situation was pretty complicated. Not everybody's just going to be that complicated, but I love to share a lot of my story because whether yours is complicated or not, if you're coming out of regular everyday Western eating and all of those habits, it's hard. <laughs> whether you got all the stuff I have going on or not. And so switching over from that, switching your mindset from that, getting new habits, it's going to be a hard switch no matter who you are. So again, and mostly what was happening was this low-grade inflammation. I started experiencing weight loss resistance, even though they use this word, but nobody really knows what this is, right? It's just a bunch of stuff going wrong, I think. But yeah. 
And you brought up a good point because even on the doctor side, it's like we want to help people. We want we wish we we want the magic formula that'll help everybody. But some cases, this is just being honest, some cases are tougher than others. Yeah. There's some people you find that missing link and they bounce back quickly. And mm-hmm. then you get those people and try these things and you're confident at work. And then I see you on your follow up, you're like, nah, I felt worse or mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing happened, or you get frustrated. Frustrated. I couldn't sleep. A, yeah. I had insomnia. Like, I stayed it was like, awake what? all night. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it happens to me too. It's like, mm-hmm. we want to help, but I'm just letting you know that she was one of those people. And I was like, really? That didn't work? So we really mm-hmm. had to dig deep layers mm-hmm. upon layers upon yes. layers. Yes, so do you mind sharing like some of those things that we had to really unravel and some of those breakthroughs that we experienced? Yeah, so the inflammation has always been a thing. So over time working with you, things you've shared, things I've learned, I've learned different ways to kind of manage inflammation. Even though we haven't quite unearthed the total root cause, I've found a lot of different ways to manage the inflammation. And so when I can do that better than not, then things are a whole lot better. So that was a major issue for me. And so it was a lot of trial and error and that mental, like, oh my God, the idea of resilience, you know, I think when we go after, when we're on a health journey, we're looking at what we're eating, what we're drinking and our blood work and all that stuff. But I don't think we ever take the time to think, where does my mind need to be to walk this road, right? Where does my heart need to be to walk this road? And that was a lot of what I learned. And so another pivotal point was going after it, not from necessarily a vein standpoint. I mean, I was overweight, so I wanted to be healthier and lose weight. But eventually I came to the place where I I didn't focus on the weight per se, because looking at the scale was messing with my head. And that wasn't going to keep me in the game. If I couldn't keep my head in the game, I wasn't going to be in the game. And so I eventually had to... There's someone in my coaching, I remember one of my trainings, they talked about the idea of being attached versus committed. And when I first began, I was very attached to the scale. Oh, the scale, the scale, the scale, the weight, the weight, the weight. And the idea is when you're attached to something, is is a lot of negative energy to being attached to something, right? Yeah. When it doesn't come to pass, you're you're done, right? You're ah. But if you can be committed. The word committed brings a whole different energy. And so when I could flip it to let me just be committed to my health, to doing things that I know that make me feel better. And in in the end, I knew I would win either way, but I really had to make that mental shift for myself because it was wearing me low. And so again, that mindset was pivotal, that being open-minded was pivotal to trying different things, being flexible was pivotal because if you have a long journey, which most of us do, in order to be consistent, you know, you and I talked about consistency. I struggled with consistency. And one of the big thing there was was flexibility. So when it came to be consistent, I had told myself I had to be perfect. And that messed with me. So when I gave myself a little flexibility in that, not, not a cheat day or anything like that, but I would, I'm a nerd too. So I would do things like, okay, if I eat three meals a day for 30 days, that's 90 meals. 
And if I'm 80% thumbs up, and I should be winning. If I'm 80% there versus 20%, I should still be progressing, right? Progress versus perfection. So I divided it up. What is 80% of 90 meals or whatever that number was? And I would I would have those flexibility because if I messed up one day, air quotes, then mentally I would say, well, you screwed up. Might as well just screw up the whole week. But if I had a flex meal, it was just a flex meal. Move on to the, the your regular meal. Mm-hmm. So I had to put different ways in there to help me weather the journey. I had to definitely deal with my mindset, my mental, because that is a lot of what built me up for the journey. I say a lot, especially when I'm coaching, is when you follow the systems, the results will take care of themselves. When you were talking about you're just mm-hmm. staring at the scale, you're staring at the scale. Mm-hmm. That's because you're focused on the results. But yep. we got to and you made a good point where you had to learn to focus on your systems and on your mm-hmm. actions and on your habits and on your routines. Mm-hmm. So and I know as a coach yourself, you focus on the mindset. But even as coaches, we have our moments when we're like, uh, nothing's working. I want to give Mm -hmm. up. You know, we get those points, even me. So when you are in that place where you're like, I'm done, because Mm -hmm. I know there was points where I didn't see you for a few months. Mm -hmm. You had disappeared. (laughs) And and I'm not singling you out. A lot of clients do that. They get discouraged and they Mm -hmm. just kind of close themselves off. Mm -hmm. And the key is getting out of that place. Mm -hmm. And not just you, I go through it as well. But what are some of your tips and strategies that you did that made you resilient enough to pull yourself out from those points where you felt like you wanted to give up? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes my disappearing acts were a mixed bag. A lot of it was mental. Again, once I, I could see how big the mental was for me, some of that work was some work I had to do on my own, to be honest. So there were moments when I was working on me and I would have talks with myself. I'm really big on that. I'd be like, okay, hey girl, hey, like what's really going on here? And one of my key things is always go back to basics. I was also trying to grow up, meaning that you know what basics are, friend. Stop tripping. And so I was largely trying to just pull myself together a little bit before I got back up. Well, got back out there, right? So some of it was, well, it was kind of a whole thing. So some of it was me crashing. Oh, here we go. We're losing it. We're losing it. We're losing it, losing it, losing it. And then it was, I was here and it was like, okay, I had to talk with myself, try to get back to basics, try to get your mental back together, and then get back in the game. So mm-hmm. all of it is part of the game. It's just that it, part of it I did, I'll say on my own, but you know, that's how that was. But yeah, yeah. just really taking the time, yeah. that mental, that resilience. And that's what that is, that resilience. A lot of that is that mental work mm-hmm. for you to um, keep yourself focused, keep yourself in the game. Um, and getting back to basics, I cannot overemphasize that. It reset. All caps, reset, reset, reset. We know what basic is. I think most of us know what foundational things need to be done, right? Mm -hmm. To kind of get it back on. 
We learn so much about ourselves when we get in those down times. Even me, it's like I have to show up at the office, so I show up, always show up. But sometimes on the weekends, you know, I have my moments, mm-hmm. but I don't beat myself up. You know, those mm-hmm. quiet times is a time to reset. You right. know, recharge, reevaluate, try to think about yeah. why am I struggling? Why do I feel this way? Because a lot mm-hmm. of women, especially, we beat ourselves up when we feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we get into our feelings, but it is good to have a conversation with ourselves because sometimes it's just a sign when we feel that way to pull away from the distractions mm-hmm. and the expectations. So sometimes Absolutely. we need that time. Yeah. So instead of beating yourself up, that's what I learned in my moments of resilience. Mm-hmm. It's like if you feel that way is like okay maybe I will just stay in the house and just Mm -hmm. chill and rest and recover and Mm -hmm. think and reset so sometimes we just have to redefine what those down moments are Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. I know this is gonna help somebody (laughs) so mindset is important Mm -hmm. so what have you learned about yourself in this journey what are some key points because we're both getting older and wiser and Mm -hmm. you know we learn different things that's how we thought about our health 20 years ago is different than Mm -hmm. how we think of it now so what have you learned in this journey some key points one thing I always use in coaching is your race at your pace. And what that means is there's a lot of different stuff out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of different ways you can go. And right, wrong, or indifferent, you have to find your way forward through whatever it is, whatever you're doing. So you may take a piece from here. You may take a piece from there. You may take a piece from there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, get and getting to know yourself, right? Your race at your pace and truly get to know, get in conversation, get in tune with yourself. Again, you have to, I feel like nowadays with the health scene, you have to be your own advocate, period. (laughs) When Mm -hmm. I go to the doctor, like I believe in doctors, I believe in nutrition, I believe in it all, but I'm at home working it out. I'm taking information from here, taking information there, not necessarily to overload yourself, but figuring out what works for you. And some of it's tests and trials. So yeah, just really your race at your pace. Your walk is going to be different. You might be online and someone is like, they're showing their physique and they're showing what they did. And it's like, I'm not saying not to look at that person's stuff, but take it with a grain of salt. You do not know what all was going. Maybe you'll pick, you'll get one little piece from what they're doing that resonates with you because it has to be something that you're going to be able to walk out. If you take on a program that is killing you or, you know, that you hate and you're just like, oh, it's not going to work. If it's all about weight, weight, losing weight is not the problem. All of these programs to help you lose weight, but what about healing? And maintaining and just wholeness, that's to me the end goal. Mm -hmm. So again, your race and your pace, truly getting to know yourself and checking in with your mindset, keeping that mental healthy and solid, finding ways to work on that. And that that's a part of your health, too. If you're stressed, you're not resting. All of that has is mixed in there. A hundred percent. 
you really dropped some gems right there. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you all take some notes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like I like that your race, your pace, and knowing what works for you. And that is Mm -hmm. the journey. And that's what I want Mm -hmm. people to get. It is a journey learning what works for you, because there's no one size fits all. And it's learning who you have to become to get Mm -hmm. healthy. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So it's like we focus on the stuff so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many times I get what vitamin do I use? What exercise should I do? How, what do I cook? It's so much beyond the food. Mm-hmm. And I think once we can expand our minds from that, that's where the magic happens. The real magic is right. not a wand that I can twirl and everything happens. So this is great. So what advice do you have out there for women who are just kind of giving up? Because what happens for people is we think success is like this. Mm-hmm. So really what we're talking about is those ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But over time, we do win in the long run. Mm-hmm. But sometimes women, we tend to get to this this valley and we don't mm-hmm. want to come out or we don't want to try new things or we just want to give up because we just believe, hey, I've tried, I tried this, I tried that. But what's the point of trying something new? What advice do you have for women based on your experience that feel like there's nothing else I can do? Nothing works. They believe they've already tried everything. I think I always say, get back in touch with your why. It's like, if I could wave a wand and it would be all fixed, like, what's the why? Yeah, people want to lose weight, look better. I keep focusing on weight, but it's really, you want better health. But what's the why behind that? And nine times out of 10, it didn't go away. And then from there, I would just say, start small. You know, sometimes it feels like, man, I've got to go on this diet. I got to cut all of the sugar. I got to do this and do that, da, 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 Just pick one or two. Just mm-hmm. start small yeah. and hang with it. Because normally if you start small, that's why I say get back to basics. And basics doesn't have to be a 15-step program or even a five-step program. It could be one or two. But remember your why. Remember what's really important, what's the end goal. And start small to get back to basics. This last kind of run for me, the last time I, I was in a really rough place, right? And what I did, the first thing I did was started with intermittent fasting, period. Mm -hmm. I didn't go into a five-day full fast. I didn't go into just cutting everything down and running to the gym. I just was like, let me just intermittent fast. Mm -hmm. And that after about two weeks, I just felt better just from that. And that was enough momentum to say, okay, What's next? Okay, let me look at this and just add a little something on piece by piece. So, yeah, just get back to your why, because it didn't go away. Your whole motivation for pursuing your health journey did not move. It did not change. And start small. Start very, very small. Good point. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why we get so stuck in that valley is because what we want, we want it so badly and we don't like to fail. Mm-hmm. So you made a good point about getting back to the basics and knowing your why. And I think another thing that women forget when they're in that valley is they're probably better off than they were before 
before they got in that valley in the first place and they forget Mm -hmm. about the progress they made. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us are very all or none. If I can't do it all perfectly, I'm not doing it at all. Mm -hmm. So going back to the basics and remembering what works, having your Mm go-tos. For me, it's fasting or intermittent fasting, going out in nature, making some me time. You know, mm-hmm. I'm working all the time. So making sure right. it's like, let me do something fun for once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have to have our go-tos. I think I was telling another client, having like an emotional emergency kit. When you get mm-hmm. in that valley, yeah. That. When you get in your yeah. valley, you got your tools, your go-tos. Mm-hmm. When I get like this, it's time to fast. Or when it's like this, maybe it's time to do some kind of a cleanse or mm-hmm. go in the sauna, something like that. So mm-hmm. we have to have more intention when we get in those places because it's going to happen. Happen. I think mm-hmm. we try to avoid yes, that. It's, it's going to happen. It's a it's part, part of, of life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I think that'll free some women up there and men, you know, mm-hmm. just know that it is part of the journey and just be ready. But just mm-hmm. know that every time you go through it, you will get stronger. You will get more resilient mm-hmm. Yes, and push sure. through. So it does get easier to bounce back. Just mm-hmm. be prepared and know what it takes to get out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so you dropping some gems. So this is good stuff. I love talking yeah. to other coaches because sometimes even though you know a lot of the mindset, it's something about when it's on us, you know, it's kind of hard. Even yeah. coaches be coaches. Absolutely. I mean, it's human beings, right? It's not about us being coaches and knowing it all and being perfect and having all the answers. We are human. So we have fears, we have doubts, we have limiting beliefs, all those things. And then when you talk about health, which is something that is so close to your heart, such a sensitive, sensitive topic, that's when common sense and practicality goes out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you need something that's going to help you stay in the game, that's going to help you get a different perspective. And so I do. And when I say I talk to myself, I'm probably doing a little self-talk, a little self-coaching there. Like, okay, sometimes I'll even get a piece of paper and I'll say, okay, what works? And it'll say reset, fasting. It'll say lean meats. It'll say vegetables. It'll say low carbs. You know, it'll say yoga. It'll say all those things that I know that really work for me and that help my body to feel better. And I'll pick a few. Like I said, start small. This is such a touchy thing when I start getting into a roadblock, when I'm getting very overwhelmed and I'm just like, ugh, you know, I'll usually get a piece of paper, pop up my notepad on my phone and be like, okay, back to basics. Mm -hmm. But yeah, coaches need coaches because we are, we're all human. We're all having a human experience. It's all different. (laughs) It's all unique. No one is the same. So, yeah, Yeah. it's a journey. And it's also in that journey, we got to know what our triggers are. Mm-hmm. Have you learned what those are? There's usually those triggers that get people off track. It's mm-hmm. stress at work. Mm-hmm. It's uh, craving. It's lack of sleep mm-hmm. in your coaching journey, either with other people or with yourselves. What do you think some of those common triggers are? Yeah, I think it's like anything stress inducing. And so when I say stress, I'm going to use it with a grain of salt because sometimes we throw stress around and people don't even can't even identify what stress is in their life because we live such on the go, boom, boom, boom lives. We can't even recognize when we are actually probably stressed, right? So stress and overwhelm, 
is typically going to be a trigger because we want to always move away from pain and towards pleasure or comfort. Human beings, basic biology. So if we're overwhelmed, if we're stressed, whether we have identified it or not, we're going to want to lean into something comfy. Let me veg out. Let me watch some TV for hours. Let me get some snacks. When we're like kind of just eating in front of TV, we talk about, I don't know if you, some people might know about mindful eating, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're eating mindlessly, then we have no idea. We just, we look down the whole bag on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Sugar and salt, biology, our bodies crave that. It's just a thing. And especially if we have a lot going on. And then there's a negative loop. The more you eat, the more you want. And then you're just spinning mm -hmm. out, spinning out, spinning out. And it's not to say never eat sugar, fat, or any of these things ever again, because I didn't want to live like that either. What I've learned about me is my body has to be more of a place of a baseline. And then I can dance around a little bit, come back home. But if I live up here and I'm trying to do something, it's, it's just swirling. This is swirling. This <laughs> is swirling. The better, the closer I am to like a baseline, you know, where things are good, inflammation is maintained, even my cravings are maintained, then I can I can dance in the sun a little bit. I have a little something, something, and I can have more balanced eating and lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So it's real complex. You know, yeah. it's like it ain't healing. Simple. <laughs> it ain't simple and we got to be resilient. So it's like a lot of those lessons, what you were saying is like with the stress and everything, we got to make stress more of a, not all the time, but sometimes stress can be a positive thing. Mm. It's that stress that makes us move. It's that stress that makes us learn because how are you going to know if something triggers you or not, unless you experience it, how are you going to learn how to avoid it or move through it if you don't experience it? it. So I think a lot of our mindset and a lot of things that people go through is how we see it. I remember talking mm. to a patient the other day and I don't know what she was saying. No, I do remember we were making her appointment and it was actually a day I was really busy. But when I say I'm busy, it's I'm like, it's a blessing that day. You know, mm. sometimes we think that being busy is a stress, but sometimes that stress is being blessed and we just got to learn how to manage it. Sometimes we have to redefine what our mm -hmm. life looks like. And mm -hmm. when you said these things, I'm just listening and it reminds me of things that I've learned is learning to redefine our experiences mm -hmm. and not making everything negative just because it's not going the way you see it. Mm -hmm. So there's a level of faith and trusting the process. You also said that earlier mm -hmm. that we have to trust the process. Mm -hmm. So that's one of my biggest conclusions from this conversation is really mm -hmm. Trust the process and the path that you take is those lessons that you have to learn. So it's, we spend so much time. When I say we, I'm talking about in general, people that are in this healing journey, we tend to be hard on ourselves and we try to avoid a lot of the things that can happen mm -hmm. and we end up not succeeding. Mm -hmm. So this is good. I love talking about this. This is, this is just magical because for me, understanding that is maybe 80% where the 20% is the diet and exercise, but it's hard to make those changes if you don't get your mind right mm -hmm. and stop avoiding all the failures and disappointments that are coming. So yeah. that's my advice. Just yeah. the only way out is through. 
So So this is Mm -hmm. good. Thank you for really sharing your journey. But any final comments before we close for today? Do you have any other closing comments so you can encourage our listeners? Get back up and try again. (laughs) Yeah, just get back up. Get back up. Try again. You know what you want hasn't gone away. It's still in your heart. It's still inside. Keep going. I'll, I'll end it with this. My dad says, if what you want is not where you're standing, keep moving. Mm. Say that one more time. If what you want is not where you're standing, keep moving. That is a perfect close to this episode. That is beautiful. All right. So... Thank you, Rhonda, for sharing. And for those who are listening, let us know what you think of this episode, what you learned from this. And until next time, go out there and achieve more freedom in your health and your life. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast and sharing with a friend. Thanks again. And we'll continue the journey next week.